Welcome everyone to FF Plus, your outlet for weekly reviews that are simple, short, and spoiler-free. I'm your host, Aaron White, and I have only one movie to share with you this week. That's right, it's a light week here at Feelin' Film, but we're gearing up for quite a few new release reviews next week. I don't know why that's how the schedule shook out, but for some reason, there's only really one major release this week. That being said, I do like to jump right on into this for you and not waste your time. So let's talk about the movie. That movie is Renfield from Universal Pictures. It stars Nicholas Holt, Nicholas Cage, Aquafina, Ben Schwartz, and Adrian Martinez. It is directed by Chris McKay and is written by Ryan Ridley and based on an original idea by Robert Kirkman and the characters from Dracula by Bram Stoker. Cinematography is by Mitchell Amundsen. Music is by Marco Beltrami. It runs 93 minutes and is rated R for bloody violence, some gore, hmm, language throughout, and some drug use. What's it about? Renfield, Dracula's henchman and inmate at the Lunatic Asylum for decades, longs for a life away from the Count, his various demands, and all of the bloodshed that comes with them. Chris McKay contains multitudes. Not many directors can claim a brilliant, all-ages animated feature such as the Lego Batman movie, and then something as violently bloody as Renfield, both on their resume. But no matter what he does, it is clear that he is having fun. And who's also having fun in this movie is Nicolas Cage. He previously played a man who believes he's turning into a vampire in 1988's Vampire's Kiss. It's one of his most unhinged performances and a film that I definitely think is worth seeking out. But here he gets to revisit some of that wildly silly behavior with the full understanding that he is the Prince of Darkness, Count Dracula himself. Every second that he is on screen is captivating. The makeup work is fantastic too. They give him different looks throughout the film. For some of the movie, he is in a phase of regeneration, and he looks incredibly gnarly, very monster-like. Other times, he looks very traditionally like you would expect Dracula, with a little bit gray skin and a somewhat sophisticated demeanor about him. His ability to play a confident and crazy character at the same exact time is just a perfect match for this role, and his presence is so powerful. In fact, so powerful that the movie unfortunately almost feels lacking when he's not on screen. It tries to make up for that with constant humor, violence, and gore. The action is fun, it's energetic, and it's almost always comedic. There are heaps and heaps of blood, which is why I was a little surprised that the official rating says only some gore. There's a lot of gore. Bodies frequently explode into large piles of gross red flesh. Like, there's more blood that explodes out of a body than a body actually could possibly ever actually contain. Limbs are ripped off repeatedly. They're sometimes used as weapons. Heads are stomped in. Guts are spilled out of bellies. There is considerably less blood sucking than you might expect for a vampire movie. 
with way more blood spilling instead. While those set pieces are entertaining for sure, the story itself is painfully weak. It revolves around Renfield being a very emo boy who has found himself in a support group that is all about shedding codependent and toxic relationships. He wants to be free of his lifelong servitude, but he doesn't have the strength to stand up to his master, who in return provides him with special powers that are activated by eating bugs like moths, crickets, spiders, and ants that he keeps in a little tin in his pocket. Complicating things for Renfield, he accidentally finds himself the target of a New Orleans crime family called the Lobos. He interacts with a couple of guys who've stolen drugs from this family. Totally coincidental, but catches the ire of the son of this crime family that is run by a matriarch. The son, as you would expect, is a very over-the-top character, very much a mama's boy who has ego issues, thinks he's the big bad and wants to be in control, desires to have all the power and to have everybody bow down to him. So he becomes an antagonist throughout the rest of the story. Eventually, Renfield meets a local idealistic cop named Officer Quincy, who has found herself unable to advance in the department. She lives in the shadow of her police officer father, who was killed by the Lobos, and she desires nothing more than to rid the city of their despicable presence, as well as try and clear the police department of its perceived corruption. Aquafina plays the role basically the same as every other one of her characters. Cracking jokes, full of sarcasm, and with just enough emotional honesty that you think there might be something deeper there. But it's very underdeveloped, and both Renfield and her character motivations exist only so we can get from bloody massacre to bloody massacre. Neither of them make very believable heroes, in my opinion, even when Holt is fired up on his insect powers. That lack of believability probably will add to how funny this is for some. I'm sure it's intentional, but for me, it sticks out like a sore thumb. It's just a shame that we can't get crazy, violent fun and a story with some actual weight to it and characters that are memorable or have some sort of journey or some trait that sticks in your mind. Alas, that isn't in the tarot cards this time around. What will be remembered is the gore and Nicolas Cage's buggy eyes and sharp teeth. It's enough to keep your butt in the seat for 90 minutes, and thankfully, the movie doesn't overstay its welcome. Though they're completely different genres and tones, I actually feel really similar about Renfield as I did the Super Mario Brothers movie. They're fine in the moment, even what I would consider a good time. Worth the price of a ticket, probably, for people who enjoy that specific style of storytelling. But they're both ultimately just empty husks without any compelling narrative elements and thus utterly disposable. So don't expect greatness, but hey, it could be a lot worse. Renfield will be in theaters on April the 14th. Well, that's it for this quick 
episode of FF Plus. Thanks as always for tuning in. If you go check out this movie, please let me know what you thought. I would love to hear if you have a better experience with it than I do. I saw it in a crowded theater, and I think that that is probably the best way to go. Movies like this, horror comedies in general, and especially the bloodier ones, you get a lot of enjoyment out of that communal aspect of people laughing and people kind of getting excited about the kills. I enjoyed probably 50% of what everybody else did. But my experience with this was way better than it would have been had I watched this movie at home by myself when I probably would have found myself rolling my eyes at things instead of just rolling with the punches like I did seeing it in this you know crowded room of people that were hyped up and enjoying themselves a little more than I was. So I recommend that. But yeah, if you do go see it, please seek me out on social media. You can find my social media tags and accounts, links to all that stuff in the show notes of every episode. If you enjoy the show, please drop us a five-star review and a rating on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you listen. It helps us out, and we're really grateful for all of those. But thank you again for tuning in. I'll be back soon. Until then, keep watching and keep feeling filled.